A very busy week for the New York Red Bulls coming to a close. We will review the games against New England, D.C., and New York City FC. Take a look at this weekend's game against the Colorado Rapids and peek in at the most up-to-date standings in the Eastern Conference. Red Bull head coach Chris Armis joins us right now. It's our monthly podcast on the New York Red Bulls okay, Radio go. Network. You're listening to The Coaches Show with Chris Ormus on the New York Red Bulls Radio Network. As the New York Red Bulls get set to take on the Colorado Rapids this coming weekend, it is Labor Day weekend, which is crazy to see. The summer has flown by in what has been a very interesting month of August. We get to spend some time here, as we always do once a month, with Red Bull head coach Chris Armas. I'm Matt Harmon. This, of course, the New York Red Bulls radio network. And, uh, Coach, I know you guys are getting an early start this morning, so I appreciate you giving us a couple of minutes here in the studio. And, you know, you look at how, I'll say, even the last week has gone. Part of rivalry week with Major League Soccer, but even go back to the game against New England on the 17th of August with the draw, then the big win down in D.C., and then the loss on Saturday, this past Saturday, against New York City. How, how do you kind of gauge how how you feel like the week went for your team? Well, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't feel great losing the last one, which each one of those games was the biggest game of the year at that point. So, you know, the, the, if you start with the New England game, we, we felt like we left points out there. And I say that because we we were all over New England, you know, 22 shots to six by the end of it. But th- that's a home game that you have to win in our minds. So, but the but the guys and the staff felt like, all right, we got a lot, a lot of things right. You know, we you know it, it, a one one draw. It's still up only a point, but we'd feel much worse if we got outshot six to twenty two, and then an emotional win in DC. Um, and again, we, we kind of continue where we left off with new England and it's, it's always about making progress. And we felt like we did in that game. And then of course, um, another good start against NYC where we're the better team for the first 20 minutes and we're up one, nothing. Um, so that one, you know, if, if you end off with that leaves a sour taste, losing to New York, dropping all the points, missing a big chance late in the game to, to salvage a point. So it puts a little bitter bitter taste. But, um, again, we, we see that there's progress being made. And at the same time, we have to be better. We have to be better. Coach, when, when you just said, and it's something that, that Steve Jolly and I have said the last couple of weeks, and even you and I have kind of said it in our, in our pre-match coaches' interviews, how many times can you as a coaching staff, or, or maybe this message doesn't always get relayed to the players in the same way, how many times can you keep saying to the team, this is the biggest game of the year? Which, which in essence, I think you're 100% right. The New England game at that point, biggest game of the year. Then D.C., because of the result with New England, right, you've got to be able to figure a way to get probably three points. And then you've got New York City. Does it, does it wear on the guys, I, I would say, if they keep hearing – biggest game of the year biggest game of the year or is it or is it a group that probably understands it before you even say it i haven't even said that yet to the guys as like the, the talking point i've said 
this becomes the most important game, you know, because it's the next game. It always is. And it, like I didn't say that against LAFC um, and against New England. When New England was – the dialogue we read was it's a must win for them. I said it's actually not for us. It's not, guys. Like, and and it part, a lot of it said not put extra pressure on the guys. They know it's a massive game. But, you know, like this upcoming Saturday against Colorado, you know, the next two games after that are at Seattle – at Portland and then home against Philly and DC is, is Colorado a must win. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, we have to have urgency going into it. And in our minds, you, you we're going to play and approach it like it's a must win. Um, but it becomes like, I don't talk like I haven't talked that way. Um, I don't speak that way. It's a must win. I mean, what, you know, it's a, it's a really important game. We have to get three points in our minds. That's what it is. But I, if you talk like that all the time, like urgency, urgency, yeah, it's, it has no power. Yeah, it would it would wear on anybody at at some point. You would think. Um, let's look a little deeper at the most recent game. That one being the New York City game. You said the great start. Obviously, the goal uh, in the early going, the first first quarter hour from Alex Wheel, and then the game did kind of flip in that first half. And I and and Steve and I always have the opportunity to talk with Bradley Carnell going into the locker room after the first half, and and I think he kind of had the same feeling. I'm sure you guys did as well. How is it? How is it that after that? great start that you had and maybe it's because of the goal from uh from your team that the game does kind of take on a, a different energy for new york city where they have a little bit more urgency and in that first half had some opportunities to kind of uh, uh, score at least an equalizing goal if not maybe one or two yeah because you know what what you end up seeing is a really good start from us and then Oftentimes, you're on the road against a good team in a big game, and now the other team starts pushing. And now we, we started letting the details slip of second balls, you know, winning second balls. Um, we, start, we just were playing long balls out of the back. You know, we're trying to get the message, message out there, like, guys, just play. Just play. You, you know, it's not the first 10 minutes anymore. The rhythm's already been established. Now you have to have courage and play. And now we get caught in a couple of quick restarts. And, you know, the, the, we're pressing. They beat our press a few times. We win some, some. But we just, some of the things that make us really good, aggressive defending, second balls, counter-pressing moments in the middle of the field, New York City came ahead in a bunch of those little areas. And that's where they got the grasp of the game. It is funny when you think of it in a way, I think, you know, if, if you're a fan of whatever team that you might follow, you always have the expectations of winning. But I, I actually walked out of that game thinking to myself, for, for whatever the reason, and, and I know I spend a lot more time doing it than, than you or probably anybody on the staff does, just reading comments of people, you oftentimes forget that the other team you're playing is also trying to win. And and in this particular case, New York City, um, and I think you, you've made the comment as well, New York City's a, a a pretty good football team right now. Listen, they, they've, you know, if they've lost five games all year, you know, we beat, we, we are one of those. We beat them one of those times. And now we're in their building winning. And there's a natural push from a good team. 
They get they they they're organized in the back. They get a lot of guys behind the ball, and yeah, I mean we're we're in a good position. And now in that, you know, when you're on the field, and things are getting tough and things are getting tight, how how can can you endure? Can you can you get gamemanship? Are you in on every play? And I thought they, for the middle part of the game, they had the edge. Where they're they're winning aerial duels, they're out fouling us in, in that stretch. They're just imposing themselves on us a bit. On that small field, they're more accustomed to playing quickly and, and just in the nick of time getting the edge, quick throw-ins, quick restarts. And our guys hung in there, which is fine. I mean, you have to almost be comfortable being uncomfortable. And we were. Right, we were, and then it's it's uh, a penalty, and then it's almost out of nothing, you know, almost out of nothing, that that they end up getting a few goals. To be honest, do do these games in this particular week that stretch New England, DC, and New York City, and and I say it with knowing that you've got some big games coming up against Western Conference teams, but because these last three were all against teams from the East, um, is it an early lesson here in August? with the idea that your team will be part of the mix uh, come October in the postseason and in the playoffs, that these three games, in essence, were, were kind of playoff atmosphere-type games where you can only you can use those lessons of, of hanging in in tough moments and being able to weather the storm a little bit and take those moments and hopefully move them forward uh, when it does come postseason time in October. Yeah, you have to – listen, I mean – you're always looking for progress and you have to learn. And if you don't learn, you don't win. Cause then you're, you, you, you're making the same mistakes instead of new ones. And that's what learning is when you can learn from mistakes and from experience and experiences. So when you think about the LAFC game, you can even go back to that one. That was right before this stretch. We go to there and we we battle back to two, two. And then it's a penalty and a set piece. So you think, all right, let's learn from that. And then New England, like against the run of play, like if we, when you have the ball now, you can get lulled into thinking, no, this is a lot of fun, and boom, one counterattack. And then you can, you can talk about all games at Philadelphia up to nothing. And then you let that slip with a penalty and leaving your feet in Atlanta, pulling down a guy in the box. You know, you have, you know, if you want to be the last team standing, understand that the margins are thin for, for championships. And I've been part of it. I've been part of championship teams. And I've lost finals as well. So the margins are thin. So the quicker you can learn the lessons of not just giving away games, right, with a, a penal, another penalty in this game, but just being able to weather storms and then understand how to manage games. And maybe you, maybe it's taking a little time on a, on a certain set piece or in terms of an attacking set piece where you can execute and, and think it through. What's Or if Luis Robles has the ball, is it, oh, should I keep bombing the ball up the field or should I? is it time to, to roll it out and play without a coach telling you that, right? Feeling what this game needs. That's important. That's important. 
Red Bull head coach Chris Armas joining us here, our monthly coaches podcast on the New York Red Bulls radio network. In our second segment, we'll look at the Eastern Conference standings as they sit right now. We'll preview that Colorado game, which comes up on Saturday. Um, coach, does it does it feel like, and I'll throw this one to you before we take a break, and I, and I kind of started our, our show with it today, does it feel like as we go into essentially the end of summer, because it is Labor Day weekend this weekend, does it feel like at, at this point, having played the 28 games that you've played, that the season season has flown by it it feels like it's gone fast um and it it, it has gone by fast a lot of games in a condensed uh, time period and i guess uh, you know it's just what it is right i mean it's 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 already august but it's only august we're used to playing into november december but it has come quickly and um we're excited though we're excited that uh, we have three home, three away. We're in a good spot, fourth place. Uh, we'd be hosting a game in the playoffs, and we, we want to finish the – we don't want to just be playing well. You know, in, in some of these games, we've had good stretches, but we, we want to have complete performances and, 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 and truly get better at, 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 at managing games and, and, and doing the things that win your games – execution and minimizing the things that get in the way and and lose your games one last follow-up to what you just said there and and it goes to your last point we we want to be able to do more than play well learn how to manage games do you feel like 28 games in with now six games remaining um that that the group that you have is, is turning that corner and even though it's been a little bit of an up and down regular season that come postseason time they'll be able to kind of take everything that's happened during the course of this regular season and have it kind of come full focus in october that's i i believe we're we're close i really believe it i see a kid like reese buckmaster showing that he can be a lockdown outside back i see Kamar Lawrence playing the best he has all year. I see, you know, back line. We have options in the middle of the defense. And we pushed Aaron Long hard last week, three games in, in seven days. But, you know, we have a, a strong back line. Luis is playing well. We have we have Christian Caceres who's emerged with, with Sean and Mark. You have options there. Josh Sims shown some real quality the other night. Wright Phillips is, is playing and he's healthy. The sharpness is coming. But, um, you know, we see some, lots of things coming together. Two strikers. We've had lots of shots in games, 20 shots a game, which is unprecedented for this team. So um, we're, we're, we're going to put it together and make a real push. We'll take a quick time out here. Uh, when we come back in the second segment, Coach and I will look at the Eastern Conference as it sits right now. We'll get you ready for the Colorado game as well as the Rapids making a coaching change during the course of the last week. We'll dig into that uh, a little bit. So stick around with us. Segment number two coming up. It's our Coach's Podcast on the New York Red Bulls Radio Network. Download the New York Red Bulls app today to stay up to date on everything New York Red Bulls. Buy, share, and scan your tickets. Get all the latest news and content and listen to New York Red Bulls radio in English and Spanish. Then flip to arena mode to find concessions near your location and get real-time answers from the Red Bulls chatbot. Available now on iOS and Android or visit NewYorkRedBulls.com for more information.
Back here with our Coaches Podcast, I'm Matt Harmon. He, of course, is Red Bull head coach Chris Armis. As New York getting set to take on Colorado this coming weekend, it is Military Appreciation Night, so please come out. Tickets are available for that one by going to Ticketmaster.com or calling 1-877-727-6223. Coach, before we get too far along in what I want to do in the second segment, I was kind of waiting, and you actually bridged the gap perfectly, uh, getting out of, of that first segment, talking about how your team is going to now make this push in the last six games. And one name that you threw in there was Josh Sims, who made his Major League Soccer debut on Saturday at Yankee Stadium. Uh, I thought came in and, and gave you some real good energy off the bench, did so some quality, had a couple of opportunities that he set up, um, and, and probably for a guy that just got I'll say thrown into the mix a little bit. I, I would have to think you had a lot of positive feelings coming out of that game for him, even in the limited minutes that he played. He brought high energy, immediate energy. He's quick. He's always thinking about how, you know getting to goal, and, and you can see that in the final third, he's going to be exciting to have on our team because he's explosive and, and very direct. So. It was great to see that out of him, um, and we can expect to see him uh, come Saturday. You know, I haven't had the opportunity to um, sit and talk with him like I have with, with many of the guys over the last couple of years because our, our pass hasn't really crossed yet, but he seems like, at least in the limited interviews that I've seen, uh, talking with you a little bit, getting some, some feedback from some of the other guys, he seems like a real positive I'll say kid because he's still young um, a real positive kid and almost kind of has interjected himself right into the culture that you have within your locker room yeah listen it's part of the the scouting process you know it's not just looking around the world um, for good players it's it's people that fit into our culture and fit into how we work and how we treat people and and their personality and and demeanor is a big part of that so oftentimes th- th- that's what makes players good you know but but specifically specifically with josh he's got a real you know good personality and and a, a positive guy and a team guy and and we expect that out, out of people we bring here that they understand how to be part of a team and how to give to a team you know, I'd say this because his situation is unique. You referenced it earlier, the, the more compact schedule this year where you're used to having the regular season end towards the end of October. This year it's the beginning of October. Uh, so including the game on Saturday, he only has seven games because of, of the way that the loan is right now set up. What What's the conversation, if you could share even just a little bit, that you have with him in terms of how he kind of gets himself acclimated that quick knowing that it's, okay, listen, we're in the middle of a playoff run right now. We need to get you kind of situated, try and take advantage of what you can offer to us, and then whatever happens down the road happens down the road. Uh, But it is, in a way, a a little bit of a unique situation because he came in right at the tail end of the transfer window with not many games remaining in the regular season. Well, yeah, it's it's like I said uh, a week or 10 days ago. There's no time to waste. We don't have a lot of time left, so we're going to utilize him. We're going to throw him, throw him out there, and, and we know that he can make us better. He's going to help us. We, we knew that um, from his player quality to just the, the, the lift that he, he's going to provide. Um, and, and, again, we, we've been looking for some help in the final third of the field. Um, 
we have guys that have scored. We have guys that have that can do that. But having something different that not many teams know about, and he's not an easy guy to to play against. So we expect him to uh, certainly give us that lift. Let's talk a little bit about the game that will come up on Saturday with Colorado uh, making their biannual trip here to. Red Bull Arena. They come in 7, 14, and 6. Uh, they're right at the bottom part of the Western Conference, 27 points so far on the year. They did, however, make some news this past week with the with the coaching change, bringing in coach, a, a guy that I'm sure you're very familiar with from the early days of Major League Soccer, maybe one of the best defenders that the league has ever had in Robin Frazier. Yeah, look, I know Robin well. I'm, I'm happy for Robin. You know, he's been an assistant for a while now in Toronto, um, and and yeah, it's 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 it'll be a great challenge for him to to test himself now back back as a head coach. But um, yeah, well, you know, he, he's he's a, a stand up he's a stand up uh, human being. He works hard. He's got good ideas, and he knows the league really well now as a coach and of course as an ex player. But um. Really happy for him and excited for Colorado. When you look at the the Rapids team, despite their um, kind of poor so far regular season, um, I, I think, and I was trying to do this the other day when I was getting my, my rosters and my pages set up and starting my prep work, um, it, it's a team that, despite their record, they have some talent, but it looks like some talent that necessarily hasn't meshed together the right way this season. Yeah, look, they've they've able they've been able to score a lot of goals. The the problem it seems is they've conceded a lot. So it's probably an area that Robin Fraser wants to address. Um, how to how to be, you know, a little tighter defensively. But um, yeah, I don't know their woes that much. You know, like uh, these days we're focusing on us and and what it's going to take to to pick up all three points at home. But like every team in Major League Soccer, every team is is credible. Every team can can beat you on any given day. But we we we're gonna we are going to show up with urgency for ninety minutes. So after the game on Saturday, you guys have the the week off essentially with the September international break. You'll be among the teams that don't play. Um, you've got the game this coming Saturday over Labor Day weekend and then won't play again until September 15th when you start that road trip that will be Seattle and Portland. And I do always find these games kind of interesting because if you're going into the international break, it's almost as if the team that can kind of, I'll say, focus a little bit more, for lack of a better term maybe, that can focus a little bit more and say, rather than, hey, we've got a break after this game, Instead of let's get through these ninety minutes, get three points, and then we get a break. Those those games always kind of intrigue me a little bit because I, I always feel like in the past watching the league, you know, one, one team tends to maybe just drift off a little bit at the wrong time. Yeah, not us. We we are we we are very aware of 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 where we're at in the standings. How every point matters. That winning at home now is is a premium. That um, we have again six games left, three home, and and there's games on the calendar that you say you it's a must win, right? That's we we have to win at home in this last uh, stretch here. We let the New England game slip, and then some mixed results on the road with New York City and DC. But we we're we're 
the guys are focused and, and, and we won't, they, it won't take much motivating at, at, at this stage of the game to, to get the guys ready um, and to not get ahead of ourselves. You know, you don't get to, to pick it, obviously, but when you look at the way your, your schedule shapes up, end of August, now uh, with September starting, with the break after that, then Seattle, then Portland, with three Western Conference teams in a row, I do think it's a little bit unique after playing all these teams in the East. Do you like uh, or does it help at all one way or the other that you maybe get to kind of take a break from those a little bit and, and focus on some other teams? No, for me, it, it's it's like it's it's the same. I mean, it's not. It doesn't usually have the same intensity or an emotion, but LAFC did, you know. And 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 now we're going to two of the tougher places to play. Let's call it Seattle and Portland. You know, it's it's that's they'll feel like playoff games for us and for them. It's so much on the line when you look at the standings and what's at stake with the new playoff structure. You well, you have to finish. You have to be towards the top and and. It doesn't. It just makes it. Uh, it's just different. It is different, but not in terms of the importance of the games. So, big challenges. I guess when you when you think back to it, it was Bill Parcells who said, it, you know, one point one way or the other, your record is what you what what it is, um, d- despite who you play. When you look at the Eastern Conference right now, there's a little bit of a separation. There's Atlanta, Philadelphia, New York City, 48, 48, and 47. Um, as you look at those three teams, can you say at this point of the year that where they are in the Eastern Conference is is, is warranted and, and they've played to the level that has now separated them as the top three teams? Yeah, they have. They've 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 separated themselves for sure and and, and yeah. To Parcells' words, it's your record. You're exactly where you're supposed to be, right? There's no because you can talk about games you coulda, shoulda, woulda, but you're exactly where you, what you've earned. And yeah, I mean, we think we've given away a bunch of points out there. Yeah, shame on us then because we haven't been good enough. Have we been really good in some games? Yes. Have we had some excellent performances? Sure, but we've let some details slip along the way. And that's on on us, the coaching staff, and it's on the players. It is. And, uh, I mean, think about each one of those teams that's ahead of us. New York City, we've beaten them and then had a lead in their building and let some things slip. Atlanta, we went to their building and we dominated them. We really took it to them, but found ourselves up in the game and then all of a sudden down 3-2 and to find ourselves in a 3-3 game. But, again, we let some things slip. Gave away a penalty. Just gave it away. Just silly foul. And then, of course, Philly, we're 2 nothing up in their building. So if that's the best of the Eastern Conference, we're excited. We know we can beat anyone in this conference. That's clear. It does make it, it it does make it interesting and does make it important to the new playoff structure to at the very minimum, right, coach, at the very minimum to get that first round game at home. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, again, as you start to try to, you know, think about a, the pathway to the ultimate goal, that's the first step. Can we do it uh, the, the, the harder way? Sure. We can win on the road. We can play well on the road. We've shown that this year. But it's important to, 
to put ourselves in in a good spot come playoff time, it's hosting hosting as much as we can uh, playoff games at, at Red Bull Arena, where we know we can we can really put things on our terms. Very busy weekend coming up in Major League Soccer. Among the games, obviously our game, which uh, ironically enough is the first game on Saturday. It kicks off at 7 o'clock. Steve and I will be on the air at 6 o'clock with our hour-long pregame show. New York Red Bulls playing host to the Colorado Rapids as New York will look for win number 13 and a big three points to keep themselves and the uh, top four in the Eastern Conference. He is the Red Bull head coach, Chris Armis. Coach, as always, I really appreciate your time. I know um, to, to kind of sandwich this in to get your morning up and started, probably not the easiest, but as always, really appreciate your time. Always gracious with your answers. Thanks. Love being part of it. Thanks for all the listeners and the support out there, guys. We're, we're going to make a push for you all. Colorado, the team that uh, is in New York's way. Again, Saturday night, tickets available. Make sure that you download this one. Listen to our past episodes as well. Give us a rating, a review. You can find us on Apple, Google, Stitcher, any of the spots that have the uh, New York Red Bulls radio network up and going. For Chris Armas, I'm Matt Harmon. We'll see you Saturday at the arena.